Hey guys, welcome to the Say What Podcast. I'm your host, Yvette Irene, interior designer and lifestyle architect. I've been featured on Food Network, HGTV, and DIY, and my co-host is comedian and sommelier Sam Mushman. Each week, we will dispel perceptions, discuss news that may not be mainstream, and interview some really cool people along the way. If you like the show, you can subscribe on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and positive review. Now, without further ado, let's say what... Hey Sam. Hello. How are you? What's up? Good. I mean, I'm I'm fine. I've been in my house all day. You just got off the road. I did. I just drove uh, up from DC, but with such a nice, warm welcome from you and Gina. It's always a warm welcome. Yes, Gina Milo, my fiance, is here on the I show love, with us. I love that Gina's here. I'm so excited. Thank you well, for well, coming. Luckily, it's it's close by. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. It is. It is close show. by. She she lives in that room right there. That room. That, that one room. bedroom right there. She, you, you give her the room. The I, one room. I, I give her the room because I take the couch. You know. That how, is true. How cliche is that? <laughs> You know, Very just man cave. Sleeping on the couch once every two weeks after one too many comments that you thought were funny. More importantly, I take the dog. The dog comes in with me into the bedroom and he's left out on the couch to do whatever it is that men do on the couch at night. I love that trade. We've talked I think about Gina's smart. No, she's I would very take smart. That deal too. I mean, like we've talked about who takes what if we break up. Like, we get Cyrus. Yeah, she oh. Cyrus is the dog, by the way. We should probably introduce Cyrus. Cyrus is their my baby. 90 pound, a 90 pound foxhound. Um, wow. And he comes with me wherever I go. <laughs> I love him. He's the best. He's so cute. And he's resting comfortably. And we're here drinking wine. Thank you, guys. That was a nice treat coming in from the Millie. It's going to be the go to moving forward. I think it should be a good go to. I, I like it. Yeah. And it, it just allows you to open up and give your opinion about stuff. You get very relaxed and you just, you know, you just don't uninhibited. care. Can I call you Sam the Psalm? Sam the Psalm, you're really trying to push that. So, yeah. You can. I feel like it's all about alliteration. I, I tell him that all the time. Alliteration. Yes. yes. See? But let's I, let's at least say, because we try to make this show, I would say once in a handful of, of episodes about relationships and about relationship dynamic, you know, you wanted to have my significant other I did. here and to I do. discuss and things. And I'm so happy she's here. Because I think it is important as part of the show to talk about relationships because we're all in them in some level. Some more serious than others, some more happy than others. Some, but, more, some more toxic than others, some, some more, more ta- yeah. ruling than others. And, you but know, we can cover all of those bases. But today, we're going to cover your relationship. And I'm Which is excited. obviously some more satisfying than others. <laughs> just throwing that out See there. how evil that look was in her face when she said that? It's I love like, that Gina's She here. just waits for like that token evil comment like every couple of minutes that she just drops it. And then she gets off on watching the reaction to people <laughs> all around her. That's what she does. Like she has a like in her day job, she's pissed off every one of her bosses three times already. She hasn't even been at this place for more than like three months. This is all I know from hearing her vent when she gets home. And I'm like, how do you do all this in such a short period of time? But I think that this all goes back to the nature of the podcast, hence why we're having Gina on because oh, yeah. it's all about organic and being real, like keeping it real. Like we don't, right? We want to. But this is this is like this is like in white America, like Chappelle's <laughs> version of when keeping it real goes wrong because she just. No, I think that she's straight up and direct, and I love that. I think that's so important. I can cross a line sometimes. I can, I can definitely admit that. Um, <laughs> but you admit it too. That's even cooler. It takes me time. <laughs> like Wait, what, what he's talking about happened about six months ago, and I can admit it to you guys. I haven't admitted it to my bosses that's yet. Okay. Still passive aggressive, but I make them money, so we're we're all on the same page here. But, I, but like, I, it, there's a whole week of like of of self reflection with her. Where like you try to break it down, where you know it's like I feel like I, like like that's the thing with our dynamic. I got to talk about things right away. She needs like a week long period of self reflection, trying to figure out like what my punishment's going to be. Do I still deserve to live? And then once <laughs> I do survive, what what and when will be the appropriate time to make me feel like a human again? What's well, your signs? I'm just curious. I'm a Pisces and um, Aquarius. I, 
I, I don't know why I asked. It's like I can tell you. Does that, about does that, that. Does that mean <laughs> but anything? I, I kind of think it does, and I think we should have an astrologist on the show. There is someone I know that reads charts, and I think they'll tell you like who's a good match. I bet you got to like do your research before you ask that kind of question, because then people are ready for you to say something about how no, Aquarius. I, it, I need, cannot, can I? Can I? I know about a Capricorn, which I am one, and my ex-husband was one. I could talk about that. Okay. Can I share a, uh, I a story that um, ruined astrology for me for yes. my entire life? Oh my god! Um, yes. Yeah, so I had a history teacher who also taught my sociology and psychology class Mr. Dowson he was very hot um, in 2006 not so much anymore uh, <laughs> I just saw him recently uh, anyways he uh, he's a he's a realist so he would announce himself and uh, we had one girl in our class that was a junior in high school who was very much into astrology she she read it every day she believed in the signs and you know all of the transitions and all of that she was she was very much a believer and Mr. Dowson was not so what he he said he's like okay what i'm gonna do for you is i'm going to read you your astrology report every day for your sign for a month and you tell me how it associates with your life and he does for a month and every day she says oh well this relates to that and that relates to that and and after the 30th day of this of 10 minutes every class um he reads her last one he's like okay well i just want you to know that i've been reading a different sign for you every day oh no so this guy and the point that i'm trying to make Pure is that evil. this guy had a power That's trip evil. he That's needed awful. he needed to trump as an adult you know he now loved it. as an right. adult now looking back at it right, right, right. having to trump a 16 year old girl just to prove yourself right and setting yourself up for a month is pretty pathetic i think it's pathetic at the time it was it was pretty hysterical because the girl ran out of class crying and he's just like well that's 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 life for that you that is such that guy it's in the stars mm -hmm. that is a, your kind of guy though babe like like that like that's I the kind of guy you have a crush on to. him um i'm not going to lie i took sociology for 2 years because of him oh um, wow yeah he didn't age as well they never do <laughs> And she like sees the uh, ramifications of that. I think is like when, when I go with her out to like uh, one of the the uh, local bars that she grew up in. It's like the whole town's there, you know. So it's like teachers that taught her in like the second grade are just there getting like liquored up, you know. That same are now hitting on you. That, that same is. neighbor oh, right. that like you know, like yells at you every time you throw the leaves on his side of the lawn is just there, like with like a mistress. Like it's like the whole town is collectively there Where in a weird up? fashion. I grew up in uh, Lodi, which is a working class Italian town in New Jersey. So it's your atypical. Um, the Sopranos filmed at my high school. Oh, did um, they really? The Bada Bing is in my town. That mm. strip club is is actually it's called Satin Dolls. Oh, okay. It's I spent Satin. I spent my 18th birthday there. Oh my god. Uh, Possibly my twenty first too, but I don't recall. Um, so I've been there. We've we've been there. But it's really called. Satin. It's really called satin dolls. So the bottom, but it's a real. Oh wow, it's called. A, it, it has a sign under it that says, you know, the bottom bing was here. Oh so. my god! I always wondered where they filmed Sopranos. I knew oh. it was Jersey, but I didn't realize. All it was over here. I'm the oh, yeah. atypical. Two, two blocks from the house. Gina so, Marie, is, Italian. Yes, You're yes. Italian. Uh yes, yes. hundred. That's awesome. Do you cook? Oh. Uh, it is a resolution this year. I made a delicious, I think. She killed it tonight. Chicken Marsala. I'll give her that. She, she cooked a really good chicken Marsala. It had like a sweet component to it. It was better than any chicken Marsala that I've had at like an Italian like restaurant. Like it was, it was good. She slow cooked it. I'll give her credit where credit's due, but she's not the cooking type. I'm not. From the most the, part. I, I but am, you've been, you've been making I bring strides. Home, I bring home the bacon for him to cook. <laughs> That is, that's kind of. I don't know if you make more than me. Thing. I don't know who makes. Not more. at this at this point, but I'm. I've always I mean, been I, I a don't worker. Know. You might. You have, you might. I don't know. I think I it's mean, close. You know. So they're I, a beautiful couple. I just want to say <laughs> if, because people can't see you guys yet. Ultimately, we have video. Well, I mean, by the time this is up, there'll be headshots and stuff. Headshots, and we'll, no, like, but we'll do something. We need to do for one it. of you and Gina. We'll do like an Instagram post with her face or a couple, a picture well, Gina's of us. Beautiful, People will know. and they make a beautiful couple. And Sam has his mun on today again. I've been I what? Just, your mun. Oh, the man I just, bun. I just, <laughs> he I'm loves. Get, his I just throw man in the mun. I'm a haircut. I feel I'm like about, the. I, I feel it's like enough the list, is enough. I feel like the audience always wants to know like how Sam's hair is, and it's always in a mun, which he only wears at home apparently. No, I've been wearing it out in public now because it's getting too long to do anything else. Yeah, and unintended. Intended consequence is that he keeps stealing all of my hair apparatus. <laughs> all her hair. I had sisters, gone. and I thought moving out was the, the cure for all of this. And now that this problem is back in my life again, I had the cops called on me when I was ten years old because I had a hair tie of my sisters, and I feel like the same battle is brewing right here over my hair ties. The struggle is real. Gina. It's it's a struggle. It is. They're great. They're, they're great hair ties. They they fit snug. 
they keep the mun together. The mun is together. There's well, a comfort level important. to them where like I was trying on other hair ties because like I'm new to this whole long hair movement, and I'm just like <laughs> I don't know how like even like I don't know how women with ponytails do it. Like it's uncomfortable. But no, these hair ties are top notch. I hate when they slip out. Don't you hate that, Gina? I do. I, I do. have that problem. Like it just kind of slides out. Well, you have, like, you have a very like, like adorable pigtail going on right now. I like it or braid, or whatever. It is. Not pigtail. What it's is my, that? It's a braid on the side, but yeah. it's falling out. You should try the uh, what's it? The fish braid. I don't know how to do that. Do you know how to do that? I, I don't do. know how to do. I don't. Know how I to actually do it. think that's one of the things that hook, line, and sinker this one next to him because he loves the fishtail braid. I was braid. vibing with the fish braid hard. <laughs> you had the, oh my fish god. Tail. Is it I fish had, tail. Can you teach me how to do it? Fishtail braid. I mean, it's been a little while because I had to chop my hair off because I dyed it too much, like an early twenty-year-old does. Um, so it's growing back now. You need to have long hair to be able. Like your hair is perfect because it has. It's all one level. We could watch a YouTube video together. I didn't want to do this because I knew this would turn into like sisterhood of the traveling pants. I like love her minutes. though. I love to see Gina, and I love to talk to her. And more importantly, I love to talk about your relationship because well, you guys are adorable. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> thank you. And you just got to get first. Going to open with that. We'll see how it is You're in adorable. forty-five minutes. No, I think this is really important because we want to talk about organic things and real relationships and real people. <laughs> and first of all, so I'm going to ask a lot of questions. Yeah, no, hit me. I I agree with that. I think that if we're going to be breaking down dynamics of relationships on this show, we should be. You know, forecoming with you know some stuff about us and like you know, for example, yeah. Because I think we can identify me. with people, or maybe people can identify with us, or maybe they we have advice for them, or maybe they have advice for us. Yes, I enjoyed that. All right, thanks. That was very good. Yeah. So we're, okay, first of all, I want to know how long you guys you just got engaged recently. We did. We did. Yeah. What day? November. Jesus Christ. Um, um, November the fourteenth. <laughs> So no, it's somewhere between I the 8th and the 14th. I know, it was definitely I know, the 14th. No, I, I will bet you, I will bet you <laughs> nut tap Wait, no, right no. now that it was the 8th. This is not like, this is not even scripted. No, she is wrong. Like, it was the 14th. This is not scripted. We went down to Nashville I shouldn't have asked the, the second week in November. We Honey, should have talked about this before I, you went I, on. I think what you should do is look on your Instagram right now and okay. see when that post you put was. Ooh, the drum roll. It's like Jeopardy. Can I nut tap him live? <laughs> Because that's usually my punishment. <laughs> we got engaged the second week in November. Pull up the picture. Oh, because you know we why? Have, the second week in November, they're... we went down to Nashville the 8th to the 12th. Stand so you're up. You're confused. And the first... <laughs> Stand up. So you're confusing the. No, you see, like, but the, so you're what the listeners what? don't know is I already got ball tapped twice what, today. What like, this know is, is that now, you don't know the she, date. She's trying to, she's trying to <laughs> hit, she's trying to hit for the cycle right now on me. All right, so what All date right, was November it? 8th. November 8th, because it was the beginning and of Gina a four day weekend. Correct. I know because it was the first day of our trip and I had to, you know, make all the plans for, you know, like women are left to do uh always, you know the airbnb always. everything yes. so i knew the dates and i'm also an event planner in my real life so yes. dates are important to me mm. i love this. So, that so november 8th that you guys got engaged which is congratulations very it, exciting it was um yeah it was a build-up um i mean i, I had the ring for like a, a long period of time like, and like the ring it is was gorgeous it was it's sitting so pretty. thank you it's beautiful thank you. it's very beautiful and went with a little sapphire look you know all good I things shaped like a dagger I shaped it to like what I think the shape of her heart is, which is like piercing. You know what I mean? I tried to like cater it to her. He's very descriptive, and I appreciate that about him. Well, I tried I to cater so it to her like demonic energy. building the visual in yeah, the, in totally. right now. So I think that's good. But, but I got the ring at the beginning of the summer. and So you're I, a planner. That's very nice. You knew you were going to marry her when? When did I you knew know I was she gonna, was the one? I knew I was going to marry her for, I would say, like – I had a good idea I was going to marry her for, uh, I would say, at least two, two and a half years. I had, like, a good idea. Okay. But I knew, like, like knew as far as, like, I'm definitely marrying her. This is happening. I would say for, like, a year and some change. I would say, like, a good year and a half. I knew, like, hands down, no hold bar. This is definitely happening. How you know what I mean? You, well, first, we should probably say how long were you guys together be, f- total. And then I want to ask you Well, now. this is an interesting part of our whole relationship. Do you want to explain this part? I mean... Uh, yeah, we met as early 20-year-olds at work. You know, it was my first job in New York City. I think it was his first job What were you guys doing, City. working as? Um, selling commercial airtime. Oh. So I worked for a station. Yeah. But at the time, uh, we were both pretty much involved. I mean, I was in a relationship. He was in a relationship with a comedian, which is hazy at times. <laughs> yeah, um, to say the least. 
but uh, but effective i think Based yeah on i mean I, I was in like an on and off relationship that was like toxic at times beautiful and others it had like the it was one of those like incredibly high incredibly low type of things you know what i mean i mean and also i was just like a young fuck boy that was just you know driven by my penis at all times like typical you know 22 23 year old type of bullshit you know so yeah i, mean, yeah, I was in an on relationship where i just assume my future was uh seducing the ups guy uh, <laughs> I, I, I felt that that was where i was destined to be and, and that's what every relationship led to dark so that, shadow that was the relationship people don't have like in. dreams there was, like no, you just I mean, assume that's you, what it's gonna be it's insane see your parents and and how they were and and you learn from your friends parents and you know right uh, an affair and an illegitimate baby later you, you kind of have some skepticism it's just where we come from I so yes I yes that. i will say that's where i was so so then you so so you guys were friends first or were yeah you like, re- really or good you, friends or were you attracted to each other first i was always attracted to her from day one like the only reason we were friends is because i wanted to have sex with her in the worst way possible i mean let's be honest so she started working at this this company we just described and like she would always walk by my desk and stuff because it was on the way to the um kitchen the kitchen mm-hmm. whatever snack room whatever the hell you want to call it and uh I would just watch her like a creep turn that corner every day for like the first Aww. the first like three weeks. Did I, you know I he was that. watching you? Uh, so I mean, we actually asked each other at one point when was the first point that we noticed each other, and he I made him go first, obviously, and he had said that he had seen me walk by when I first started working there, and it took me one or two times to answer uh, over the course of like a year, but the first time I noticed him was going into my interview. He actually his little pathetic cubicle <laughs> located right next to the room that I interviewed in. So that's everybody in the office. How is it? She tries no, to no, make no. it like I'm like no, 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 pathetic no, you, soul. You ha- no, every, everybody's cube, everyone's cube was pathetic. That statement was more towards the job we first no, held like, was pathetic. I'm agreeing with the insult. I just want to make sure that there is realism put into the it insult. Was, it was meant as a whole. Everybody's spot was that, pathetic. Oh, that entire including office. Including mine. Yes. Including mine. But yeah, but it was just, just his. Let's keep it real. His real quick. pathetic cube that my eyes wandered upon because he was this tall, lanky, you know, guy, awkward in a pair of copper pants among a bunch copper of five nine half bald. He he stood out like a sore thumb. Can I just throw that out? Copper there? pants. We did oh, not have. He has honestly, a great pair of copper pants. Wow. And his tush looks. It like makes my. Up. It really. It really accentuates my my butt crack. It really does. But um. W- what we're trying to say too is just the average hotness level of this office made it like it was you know we were we were we were really I think put on a delusional it was pedestal. Weird. I I come from I was bullied in elementary school. I <laughs> well, I hated. I was I was I was chunky growing up. But even in high school, I hated everyone in my class. Like we there was contention everywhere. I'm not used to being like the piece, but like and I'm not. I, I think that I'm attractive, but like these guys were just weird. They were oh. they were uniquely obsessed to the point that it it kind of harmed us both to be friends because because it's like you couldn't relate like as a guy now in this scenario. You you couldn't relate to the other guys because like this was their whole world and like you know I was just starting comedy at the time so I would like after I got out of this little like like microclimate I would go to like mics and stuff and try to go to comedy shows and I had a whole friend of you know comedians and artists like that that I really vibed with much more that were all trying to do similar to what I was trying to do right. you know and then I would go back during nine to five every day to this just defeated office of people that are like well you know Sam this is it, like, like the big statement was, "This is the rest of your life." Well, welcome. They would say it all like <laughs> condescendingly. America. They're like, oh, "Welcome wow. to the rest of your oh, life." God. And it was just, wow. it, it, it would just make like me like, movie. I would cry internal tears every Aww. day after lunch. Like, no, man, like, like this can't be it. This can't, <laughs> can't be it. You know what I mean? But, um. Back to the. I know. I think that's I what get actually the, brought us together. It did it, because but, we were but, both kind of outcasts. But we're like quitting Tarantinoing the story. We're, we got to stop Tarantinoing the story. Like, like we're going to like we're, we're stepping ahead of like a year right now. Like let's go back to the initial um, encounter because that's what Yvette asked. You know, so you used to turn the corner, go into the kitchen, right? And I'm not gonna lie, she'd always come to work with like the tight turtleneck and like the tight pants, you know. So she would like, you know, showing showing off all the curves, you know, had that going. I'm a man of curves myself. I, I appreciate <laughs> them. Like I'm not into skinny chicks, so I'm like check. I'm like I gotta meet this girl, you know. So 
I almost got to the point where I knew her schedule. Like every day around like 1.45, she would go to that kitchen for a good 10 minutes, shoot the shit, get some water, you know, just kind of hang out, get coffee. So I followed her one day. Um, acting, Aggressively. Acting Ooh. like, you know, oh, yeah. I'm just here getting coffee too, you know. And uh, <laughs> my, 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 <laughs> my go-to to crack the conversation with her was, I first thing I noticed was she had the autism puzzle piece tattoo behind her right ear. And as coming from someone that actually through an ex-girlfriend when I was in college did like community service work for an autism foundation where near where I went to college, I knew like, you know, I just knew that was the autism thing oh, immediately. So, nice. so like I knew that either she has a family member on the spectrum or she does something along the lines of that. So I, I go in and I'm like, I'm like, oh, um. I'm like, I like the tattoo or something. I was like, oh, uh, do you work with like autistic children or something? And then she was like, oh, no, I have two brothers that are. And I'm like, and then right away, I, would, I just started selling her on like my bleeding heart. And Can I was I like, Can I give yeah. my perspective of this? Because, you know, in theory, it was that. But in, in reality, um, so he did follow me. Uh, he walks like an oaf, so you can hear him coming. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, you do. You're 6'6". Six, six you are he... coming at me today. <laughs> I love you. Aww. Aww. But, but in, in all realness, it was, you know, off-putting at first. Um, you know, because looking at him, you know he was he, he is, in fact, a fuckboy. Um, even without the man bun, you know. I, and because he's so he's so handsome. Like, it's, 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 difficult, okay. to, it's difficult to attach See, a like, personality. Like, that statement so anyways, makes up for the last 10 minutes. Anyways. I think it does. So he follows me into this kitchen, which is a small kitchen, and he doesn't mention that his oaf of a body kind of blocks my way. He's six six, and it's like yeah, a long skinny. And no, he's very handsome. And I, I was thinking bad things. All right, as he stop, was there. stop trying to oversell it. My oaf body's in your way. Continue. It was yes. Uh, <laughs> very cute. See, this is real love. I'm witnessing real love, and it I is. love no, the and, honesty. And, no, but he, he's like, he's like, uh, the way he approached me was like a. That's he, no words before this. That's an autism tattoo. I'm like, I have my hair. Well, yeah, because I'm acting like I just found no, it, like even it, though I've been, I knew she had it for like two weeks. But he walked in and beelined and pointed. Well, because that was my, that was my in. No, I mean, but I, I definitely appreciate it. I can't say that I didn't appreciate it. Um, out of anyone that would have talked to me in that office, I was happy that it was you. Uh, and it kind of hit it off from there. That's why. And so then you guys just became like, did you just go to like happy hours? Friends, or yeah. There or, was yeah. a point. There was a point. There was obviously was a little flirtation. I did have a boyfriend at the time. And I will say, I will admit that the thought was there because I put him under someone else's name. I put him under a female name. The fact that Even I was hidden there in the was phone. No, oh, there was no, there was technically okay. no, no, there wasn't. There wasn't. No, no, but it was the just thought the thought. Was there. But like there was a, ser- the there was a flirtation there from that. day one. The only reason you were entertaining the conversation what is because. What was the female name? I'm just curious. Do you remember? It was my sister's name, but the middle <laughs> name was spelt differently. Oh, I love like it. What's that's your sister's actually, name? She was, uh, he was put under Erica Lynn. So instead of two N's, which is what her spelled with, he was one N. Um, and I did that with my other sisters, Kayla Ann. I would do it with the E and without the E. So I would have my sister's name and then they would be there. That's too. adorable. It's it's wrong, but I <laughs> no, did <it>. Right, but <laughs> I did And like it. every I conversation was like not talking about sexual things, but like leading with sexual energy. You know, like the only well, reason. You had the chemistry. I like definitely you lived vicariously through his stories. They were very entertaining for a time. Because you didn't have a girl. Well, you had a girlfriend, but then you didn't. I'm, I'm trying to figure out exactly where I was at yeah. when we first met. I think I was in limbo. you had a serious boyfriend, We Gina. were together for about a year Yours and was half. way yeah. more serious than whatever I was in yeah yeah I I had I had like a friend that was also (laughs) like I was with at times but like a good FB a good right 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 yeah so (laughs) I mean yeah it was just one of those relationships where like you know one minute where where it's like it's legit for two three weeks and there's like a a fallout period and then we were both kind of doing our thing for a couple of weeks or even a month and like I was in one of those so at the moment, I was in that part of it, I think. So I was just like, I'm down to hook up with this girl ASAP. And, you know, she hit me pretty hard in the first pretty encounter. Early, I think. Getting drinks. Early with, enough. You know, ah, nice. She let me know that she had a boyfriend. She was respectful about it. But, right. but she still dig the flirtatious energy so I kept it going and I ended up we ended up kind of being mentors to each other as friends about our other relationships well that's very nice so you got to know each other really well on a deeper level than most couples because you were there as friends you felt you built and the foundation. I don't think that we yeah. crossed the line because to a certain extent I would I wouldn't say that I was perfect in my last relationship but I have this thing in my head to, to try to not be a scumbag and it was kind of heavy circa the year 2014 when we met 
Um, so like I think we tried to keep it platonic where we really did just talk it was obviously undertones because when two people are attracted but we kept it but you weren't having like we kept it we kept it daytime hours I didn't I kind of dodged you for hanging out after hours um, you know for I think both of our sakes Um, but yeah it it worked out well and then we started working together because he's a comedian and I was always an event planner so we started we actually started producing comedy shows together so you left now is this at the radio station or the- we still work there nine to five, and yeah. we had this whole after hours thing where we would book colleges and oh. go to colleges together and kind of pitch them. Did together. a couple of those. We did a couple just at like event spaces that mm-hmm. you would do comedy at. Like we I, we started doing that because we just became really good friends. We I mean we in defense well. in, in defense of Sorry. our friendship, we worked together like great. Right. We we would suck face once in a blue moon when we would get too drunk at like a wine bar, and that's really where it would end. You know what I mean? But like, and then the next day we were totally cool about it. Everything was very transparent parent I got to give her a lot of credit because like a lot of a lot of women I feel like it's hard to have that dynamic with from my experience and like just the realness of her always had me you know like I really like you know had a really deep deep respect and appreciation for her before I even knew that I really liked her so that was a big part of it too and like hanging out with her but I didn't know if I really liked her or she was just kind of there to just, just well, because like it got well, because you still had a boyfriend, and it got it to the, and it got to the point where it was like I'm like wow, like, I just really like appreciate this friendship. Like this is an awesome friendship. We got lunch together in Central Park like almost every day. Oh, that's so. How did you guys? As, and we were still just friends. So we did you guys leave the company at the same time? Like how did you like? How well, did by you that guys? point, yeah. We, yeah. we did start uh, eventually because we were both. I worked at this place for two years. You worked there closer to four. I, no, I was a good no three three in the nose. Okay, three, the nose. three in the nose. Whatever. Um, but yes, yeah, so we, we had been there for a while. Um, and that's kind of how we were able to maintain our friendship because that work and then the outside work we did together kind of was a reason, you know? Right, right. Because I did have a boyfriend. He did have, you know, it was it was a reason. Sure. Um, you were still doing the event planning with Sam. Well, that, no, I mean, when I was in school, that was my college job. Uh, was oh, okay. Booking okay. kids parties. And then I was like, I like event planning. Uh, and then I tried to get into the sales aspect and somehow landed selling TV ads. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so interesting. And yeah, so I think it was kind of fate a little bit. You know, we kind of were two oddballs in this 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 weird little climate. You know, we both beautifully did not fit in the office that we were in, and I and that got us really like a cult like friendship formed. It was. and, but I, uh, but yeah. I think it's great though. I mean, everything happened. I believe, I believe everything's meant. Everything happens for a reason. So, like, if you guys never worked at that company, whether the company was for you guys, you would have never met each other. You know, yeah. I mean. Oh, we we say that all the time. Yeah, and I think totally. we found each other at the perfect point in our lives. Right. You know yeah. What I mean? Well, and I also think it's so cool that you guys have such a solid friendship. And I think that be the fact that you did know each other's kind of like secrets and different things, like with relationships. It's it's nice. He had that- a lot more funny ones than than I did. I would say he has some funny stories and just this just his dating life. I lived vicariously <sighs> yeah. through him. That's I loved it. I but it's so, so cool. I mean, you know, I mean, because, but and that was a testament to our friendship. I tell her everything. But see, that's what's so cool though, because how many times in a relationship? I mean, you want to know. Look, the I don't care what anyone says. Like they say, the past is the past. It is, but the past kind of tells you who the person is. But right? I love the fact that uh, he accidentally hooked up with a transvestite, and I think it's hysterical. <laughs> and I love that story. So it's like it's one of my yeah, favorite stories. Sam, though. oh my god, <laughs> really? I did. Do that. Yeah. You didn't know. He knows that I was going to drop this. I, I knew. I'm not. I'm not like upset by her saying that at all. No, it's so, okay. But I. She was beautiful. She's beautiful. One night, where me and my <laughs> best beautiful. friend are out in Tribeca at our, one of our favorite bars, Brass Monkey, and this girl, me and my best friend both thought was the baddest girl in this bar. As and by bad, obviously, I mean you know gorgeous. Uh, Ended up being she was she was uh, half Filipino, half Colombian, which I found out once I started talking to her, and just seemed really chill, like just down the earth chick. And um, we like made out a little bit that night at the club and exchanged numbers. Started talking the next day. She was like an interior designer as well, actually, oh, wow. and she like she would like buy these little apartments and like flip them and stuff. Oh, yeah. Do her design. She did that whole thing. What did she call her penis? <laughs> I think this was the most clever thing that you anyone could have ever come up with. Oh, oh, okay. What did she well, call her penis? Can, can you let me get I'm to this sorry. part of the story? That's <laughs> so, my favorite part. So we're talking back and forth, right? And, you know, nothing's brought up about anything that you now know about how the story ends. I go over to her apartment to hang out one night. We have, like, a couple drinks. I'm, like, I'm like massaging her feet, like, making out with her on her couch. And clothes are on. 
no clothes come off. I honestly like she was just such a beautiful girl to me. Like I was I was a little bit intimidated about moving things too fast. Right. 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 So we just end up making out and having a couple of drinks at her place. I end up going home. Um, I just didn't feel like she was ready to do anything. And it made sense why she wasn't because I feel like she needed to have this conversation with people first. The next couple of days she started this conversation with me. She was like over text message. She was like, so I just want to know, you know, how, how open-minded are you? And, uh, I'm like, okay, um, I, I think I'm pretty, pretty open-minded. And I'm like, what do you, you know, what do you refer? I mean, like, you know, what are you insinuating? And she's like, well, um, you know, how would you feel about, you know, being with a trans girl? And, and I was like, oh, I'm like, okay, you're, you're, you're transsexual. And, and, and my dumb brain at the time being like 24, you know, at most, um, I wasn't even exactly sure what transsexual meant, like what right, did it right. mean uh, genetically. So, so, so then I was like, I, I, I straight up passed her in the same text message conversation. It wasn't even a phone call. And I was like, through text, I was like, uh, okay, so does that mean that you have a vagina or do you have a, a penis? And this a was not the vagina. A not vagina. <laughs> and in that moment, she, she responded to me with a simple text message that, that said, um, big clit winky face. <laughs> I think that is the best answer oh anyone my. could give. It was a beautiful answer. It was <laughs> beautifully put. Comedic perfection. That is very funny. <laughs> beautifully put. That is very funny. And and <laughs> in the moment, I I was like I was like okay yeah no no big deal that's totally cool like, like in the moment I was like and I literally had a conversation with my best friend I'm like I'm like I just realized that I've been making out with a small Filipino Colombian boy for the past. <laughs> two weeks it like and we kept talking like and she did say how she was going through the complete change and she's almost done with it probably meaning she still had a little pecker down there you know but like she's gonna probably get it removed or whatever but I was open to entertaining the idea of like okay I mean I don't feel uncomfortable in the moment entertaining the thought of still seeing this person like I, I really didn't and but then you know I'm gonna be honest I mean obviously like as it set in and I, I we kept texting every other day and stuff and you know I, I definitely organically was being less assertive with trying to hang out I think just without me even realizing right, right. it and you know it slowly faded and she probably sensed it because I'm sure she probably gone through this with other men you know where you know, she knows that this is either gonna be the, the deal breaker or we're good. So that kind of tailed off. But long story short, yeah, sucked face and gave a foot massage to a small Filipino uh, I think, uh, Colombian I think boy I, for a couple um, weeks. Why I subliminally bring that up because that attracted me to him more. That that answer that he had, just the uh, openness in general. Right, right, right. Like it was just, I, you well, know, it, it was what it is. It's and, what and, happens, yeah. and he's being honest, right? Exactly. And like, I mean, like you, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Like, oh, but 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 some men would be ashamed. Some men that would be was, an she, end oh, all. Oh, by the way, all. too, we we talked about this one day. She showed me like she was a model, so she showed me her modeling profile. She was in Maxim Latina. She was a Maxim Latina model, and I literally asked her because I felt we had this comfortability. I was like, so. Did they like try to ever hold it against you that you were a guy at one point or blah, blah. And, and and she was like, yeah, she's like Maxim never knew. And I was like, yo, if you can just keep that shit a secret and get work as a mom, I respect that. I mean, yeah, what am I, you know what I mean? I saw pictures of her. She is beautiful. It was, right, it, was right, a, right. it was a very, uh, it was an eye-opening uh, six weeks of my life, and uh, yeah, well, I don't, I, re I don't regret any. But of it. I think that happens uh, more often to to men than uh, I had a, a friend of mine who uh, they worked. There was in Southern Virginia, and they worked. They were police officers in nine one one. I guess they call them nine one officers, but she worked nine one. And there was a guy that worked there, and he was very like. The guy was like, you know, with every girl and he was a big player and he was a tough guy and he was this whole like manly man and like blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I guess they had a raid at a um, at like a drag club, but he yeah. didn't know it was a drag club. So when they went in and they had to like do a bust, he like looked across the room and saw this gorgeous woman. Mm -hmm. So he thought, you know, he's long story short. He fell in love with her. Now, this is the guy that was mm -hmm. like, I would almost say he was like homophobic in a way. Yeah, like yeah. he was all about like. <laughs> it's always those like, that happens to him. Right? And then <laughs> like true. like so bad, like so bad in such a bad way. And he was yeah. like, very like emotionally, like I don't want to say physically abusive to women, but just emotionally abusive to women that he treated them like objects. So then all of a sudden he starts, he like completely falls for this 
transvestite and uh, she didn't have an operation. It's like she wasn't trying to. And he was completely in love with her, like obsessed. But it was like an interesting conversation because he was like, I'm not he like he never thought of himself as gay or bisexual, but they never do. But right. But so anyway, it was just an interesting. Wait. So like, so did, they, did he talk about the moment when he but, found but he out? But he had sex she, with her. Like him. She, she had, he had sex with like, he had now sex. Now the question pre-op? is. The, pre-op. Yes. He had sex. So he, so that's why he like was. Like some M butterfly. Have you ever the, read that? The, the, no. Question, the oh, question is, did she have sex with him? No, it would be. It would I don't be know. The, the M butterfly, just a quick little recap, is about an Asian that was secretly a spy and a man that convinced uh, an American that she he was a woman for 25 plus years. Oh. And they would, you know, when they did it, they would do it with the lights off and she would kind of bend over and switch holes like a little switcheroo. So wow. I don't know if that was the case. I don't I'm know because it was really my friend's, yeah. it was my friend's friend, but like I knew this guy and he was, I'm telling you, if you looked at him, he was like totally like, you know, beefed up, like bought, like totally like, but he was like obsessed with this, with this woman, but she wasn't trying to have a sex change. Like I think she had, like a breast augmentation maybe it just goes but she to kept her like someone's essence you know whether yeah. they're yeah male, but it was interesting you know so I mean? then but then they broke up and then yeah. he went back to dating women and being the way he was with women but it was just interesting because he never thought of himself as I, I feel I feel like you could never be with with women that 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 moment in your dating life if you had a long term relationship with this person he was like, like with her for like two I think he was engaged you're gonna her. have oh, a wow. different perception moving forward but like you're you gonna, can't you know, say but I mean if I guess it's a I mean but does that make I mean it's just a question I don't know does that make but if you, she's emanating feminine energy that he's picking you know what yeah. I mean right, that's right. why another but, I, but when they had like know? intercourse my, I think it was but, no. but I think but when they had intercourse it was but I'm saying one hole one hole is another is no hole is another the, hole right 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 as so a listener just, just found out I hooked up with you know well, you <laughs> but, didn't get that far she's asking yeah. the, the logistics but I mean at the same token I was in that moment while this person's telling me like I'm entertaining the idea in my head so it's like in that same moment him entertaining the thought of having a relationship with this woman who he knows has a dick I now knew this girl had a dick and I'm entertaining the thought of like it's not gay if I'm sexually attracted to her feminineness more than that. but you just smooched her yeah, like, he uh, no, did of course, more than that. But, but if you were starting to have he like answers, was he like giving her like a blowjob? Well, yeah, like he said, he would make comments. Now, this is all through my friend who at the time, what she was saying, like the, you know, waking up in the morning, the greatest thing is you can give each other, like, you know. You know what's funny? This started about the uh, beginning of our relationship. Right. Now, and now this we're turns talking, into, right. If you suck a tranny's dick, are you gay? <laughs> but I just, but to. like, it was interesting. What came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> right. But it was just interesting because this guy, who was such a, like, a manly, like, womanizer type, winds up with this transvestite, swears he's not gay but then he had inter- like they were engaged so I don't know yeah. I don't know what that is I'm just saying it was interesting. I was just, it was an interesting story but then he went when they broke I mean, up I know for back. a fact I I mean I, I, I can't say that obviously I know for a fact but I if I can relate to this on any level and obviously I didn't do anything besides um, schmooch this person but like you know it I can relate to the attraction, obviously. You know, you you look at this person and you're attracted to them as a if you're a straight male or a straight female, whatever. Right. Even if reverse, if you're if you're into the opposite sex, you're attracted to this person because of their opposite sex characteristics. Right, you know, before you know, so it's, it's like then it's right. kind of like how much are you into this person or not? Where you just kind of either go with the flow right, of this right. person having the same setup you have or you just or is that right. too much but well, regardless it tricks your mind right yeah, because like in your mind you're looking at this woman as a woman the energy and who cares what's downstairs the, the initial intent but is obviously what, that's actually a, a thing it's a pansexual isn't it where like you, you're yeah. not attracted to the person's you know you're just attracted to personality and stuff like that so that actually which is interesting when it happens i feel like this is an is a, is a rare case or not rare case but when it happens to people like this where they have to make a decision on whether this is a deal breaker or not right. that a little bit of pansexualness now comes to the forefront of how much do you value being with a a a good person that you have also an emotional connection with over just the superficial, you know, nod of I'm with this person because she's got a fat ass and blah blah blah, and and and, and she's at right. this status, you know, that battle starts to play, and you know, you and then to- and then the other thing too is like if you had met someone who was 
If if the person that you smooched said, <laughs> I'm sorry, I said smooch. Now we're all saying smooch. My bad. <laughs> this person I made out with the person aggressively. You, smooch, you made out with I made out with aggressively. My, from what I was told, my tongue was down his her throat. Sloppy. Yes, it was. So, but but what I'm saying is like not just you, just in general. It's like if you found out, say that they say that the operation had been complete and you were smooching her, and she was like, now I'm a woman. I've had the operation fully. Ooh, that's interesting. Right? Would that have made a difference? If she um, told me that she already had the operation and she didn't have anything, I would have had to at least see what it looks like. You know what I mean? I would have, because <laughs> I was that attracted to her. I was like, I had to, I, I think, um, sub, the only way to explain it was knowing that there was definitely a penis there had me subliminally just um, like, it, like, Subliminally, just penises are intimidating. It, it, it stalled <laughs> right, me because I mean, I, I well, still was attracted to her, like physically with but clothes on. That's why I on, think it like fucks with your mind, you know, because her. it's like you're seeing so, a woman, but you're like, but so wait, the penis was like a buffer that just right, stalled right, things right, right, because right, I knew right. that that was there. So like, it, it almost like I, I without even realizing, it's the iron curtain, I put it out, yeah. of, I put it out of mind, and, and I, I kind of like, I think subliminally just moved on. You know what I mean? But if that, if I knew that there was a full sex change and there. Were wasn't a penis at all i would have i think even been more inclined to be like okay let's really see where this goes and right, let's right, figure right. Out. that's also yeah. what made him a great friend for me was his curiosity i got to to, to relive that uh he he described you know with with vivid accuracy is his story so it's just it yeah i mean part of what fueled our friendship I, but gina i think just, that's a testament to you though being the way you are though because a lot of like there's not all not all women would be is. okay yeah, with that story totally or not all women would be okay like uh, i think it's which, hysterical i think I, it's awesome though that you're like you're open-minded and you're like well, you're, i come from a more tradi- i mean it's italian working class and, and what's funny to me and i'm starting to see as i get older um you know how these taboos kind of form right you know because when you're young and you joke about it but then right. as you get older, I even see with friends that it's, you know, it's something that you always thought was was funny or, you know, was, right, was right, worth right. exploring or at least talking about starts to become taboo where I'm from when you get older. So he was, to me, uh, a breath of fresh air, you know, just this this quirky guy who was in the city all the time. Like none of my friends. And you I know, mean, in, in her defense, I, I definitely I love that. I yeah. picked up on that energy pretty early on. And like, I didn't know how to describe it. I think at the time, the way like she just described it, because I was still getting to know her. But there was something so attractive about the genuineness in all of our conversations well, like, it was really a beautiful thing to like be in well i think the sense that i get from you guys it just being with you or you know or, and putting myself back in the day like you guys are very just real and you you're not pre- like for better or for worse right and i think that that's <laughs> time sometimes think, for worse my right, love sometimes but I, for worse. but i think that's what's like a real relationship because it's never going to be so like if a couple says to me that they never i mean you know, I've been married before, right? I'm I'm divorced, so you know, I, my ex-husband at the time, he was my best friend. You know, we did everything together. But I would be lying if I like we argued, we had problems, we had ups, we had downs, we went through tough times together. Like that's what makes you stronger. So whenever you have a couple, I remember working with this lady that had she used to, you know, I would kill me because I'd come in and you know my husband and I we have we had a great relationship at the time, but you know whatever. But we maybe we were arguing that weekend, whatever. And she come home, you know, I'd be a Monday morning. And she's like, oh, Joe, he. Was went running and then he picked up fresh croissants that smelled like the bakery and then he came up the stairs to like shooting like rose you had petals. that like horrifying ha- and, like and cottage like, on the hill you know and I'm like I'm like really and you know and then fast forward yeah. like not too long after it turned out that he was like some like creepy sex addicts on the computer oh, and they wound up with divorce but what I'm trying to say is like I she, love it she would come in like every day like I'm telling you like you, it's always those yeah so that's what I'm saying so when somebody's telling me that they never argue they never lo- like they they never not lie, but they never argue. They never have a bad moment. I say bullshit. I say your problem is way bigger than any argument I could be having because yeah. nobody ha- they, then you're not communicating. If you're never arguing or having a heated discussion, I'm not talking battles. I'm not talking mm-hmm. like being disrespectful to each other. But if you're not arguing, you're not communicating because nobody is 100 percent, 100 percent all the time, like on the same page. Well, you even know? for us, it was there was like a grace period. I mean. 
Uh, we didn't argue in the beginning yeah. because the friendship was so healthy. Right, and there was right. nothing quarantined. Like, I, I, but this is you the build off. You were of, signing up for. This is the build off of your point of it because in the beginning it was like you know we didn't owe each other anything right. because we're just friends. So it was always just our friendship is like unarguable. Like we just we're just sure. like two like kids in a candy store right. just like vibing out. Right. And then once we started dating, which was right towards the end of us leaving this company and going on to our own ventures, and then being you know our relationship moved very quickly because we already had two two and a half years of she's one of my best friends under my under our belt but once that hit all of a sudden those first couple nothing fights came on and those first couple you know relationship arguments came and like in the the moment i I was like i was like fuck we're finally fighting i haven't fought with this person in two and a half years but afterwards i'm like no we were both being real and now we have more on the line we have a relationship it's different it's a different dynamic it it works out Uh, unbeknownst to me it was secretly turning him on to, so what what I didn't understand, I, what I, I didn't understand, what, what took me a little <laughs> while to understand in the transition from friendship to relationship is as a friend, he was my friend. In a relationship, he's this little booger sometimes that really just tries to get under your skin to, sure. see, to, to see what happens sure. because he it is his he's own social problem. Yeah, but I used to do it. I used to do it when we were friends. No, you just I, couldn't just, call me out. Maybe but, I just know. Or maybe right, it just didn't have the same effect on yeah, me. Yeah, sure, sure. So like as, as a because friend. Because you had a boyfriend. Like, also, when you had a boyfriend, it was different. I had someone to direct my attention to. Right, right. If one, you didn't honestly, care what he did, really. You cared as a human. If one made me angry, I went to the other one. Right. You're like, whatever. Sam's a wacko. Emotional sustenance <laughs> is enough for me at times. Right, right. So like, you know, I used to pick at her all the time when she would vent about her boyfriend. And I would be like, yeah, but then like, so he's not even doing that. And, and, and how does that make you feel? And I was just like, I would let her get off. You but now when it was purpose, in, though. no, no, because I would then, and, and you can, you can please agree to this. I would try to give you good my advice. interest and then seeing how, how long it took to make me angry. That is a difference, my totally, friend. Totally, yeah. Because he, totally, he, he, I agree with and you. And there was a time where I didn't understand Sam. why he was doing this. I'm like, why are you intentionally? Because I know you. See, that's just wrong. And, He's and, like egging no, no, you on. No, but you know what? And, and at the end of the day, I all I could do, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I think I'll that's just a Jersey thing. I'll though. say something right back, and that's that's. The but thing. don't you think that a way that's a Jersey New York thing? I do. I've noticed that. Like, with to a degree. I to a degree. degree. Didn't you, you're busters. the one who said that you you've dated outside of New Jersey. I've always dated Jersey boys. No, actually, my, my first boyfriend was from Yonkers. Fuck out of here. It was a little different, <laughs> but the same. But My he, first real girlfriend was from North Carolina. Yeah. It was horrifying. So like you, but you, you couldn't could, mess with her the way you mess with Gina. Exactly. I, yeah. and, and I, she, I didn't. No. I couldn't no. mess with the Southern girl the way right, I messed with Gina. Absolutely. And no disrespect to so we love Southern. We love because, everyone. It's no, not that. It's just it's a different. But they wouldn't want make, a vulgar man. Anyways. No. They don't. I. If you like make her too upset, like three days later she's accidentally pregnant, and then you start to put the dots together, and you're like, okay, barefoot, backwards, pregnant. Here we go. Rest of my life. Us Bring Jersey girls love our birth control. You know, you know like, what I mean. So like, we love to like set our boundaries and like, say, "Are you really?" Like, if I piss her <laughs> off, if to? I piss her off, <laughs> and we're not where we are now in our relationship, engaged. Like, if we're just getting started, okay, maybe she'll like key my car. Maybe she'll like do some <laughs> s- we just some don't psycho think shit, shit. Is the bottom line. That's the thing. A southern girl will like will, will, will trap you. You know, like I think that's the difference, or like you know, do something along the lines of starting a family together that you weren't ready for. I just think you know? that Jersey just, girls' their ideals are different. True, true, and I just think Jersey girls, like I think we love hard, but we fight hard too. You yeah, know, but like, the thing is, he's a Jersey boy where he needs that to keep him a in thousand line. percent. Or he's you not. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He needs boundaries. He needs boundaries. He needs boundaries. Yeah, a uh, thousand percent. Maybe a southern. I mean, I've seen southern women put it down. Oh yeah, like, you know, if yeah. she's scolded on both ends. Yeah. But I think our our sense of humor also is very different because we're very bust like we bust each other you vulgar know, vulgar but you also know that because i've lived away you know for whether it's southern virginia dc yeah. whatever but like for the, especially when you go further south like when you say to some i've said to somebody i'm like i'm a buster they're like well you want to fight <laughs> like what like mm-hmm. we think of that as like sarcasm they think that you mean like you want to bust them up like you want to punch them out like they don't even know what that term means yeah because yeah. like we're ball busters right yeah. like we bust each other but that's like a form like the more you bust somebody the more you like them so i could see sam like messing with you just because he was like into and, you and in turn i oh, did the totally. same like i couldn't date a, i probably wouldn't be able to date a southern no man. you need someone like with yeah. fire and, 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 and honestly like, like i mean perfect let's call couple. it let's call a spade a spade too i mean obviously you know our whole dynamic too of our sexual attraction and physical attraction is also very much personality so you know, those little bickerments, those little arguments that I like, I mean, I'll be real. I mean, that that's our foreplay. 
and and and, and we'll start with like little innuendos at each other that might piss her off for 10 minutes at a time might make make me pretend to be like annoyed at her for 10 minutes at a time when really like i'm totally into it and next thing you know like our, like our foreplay starts like 12 hours in advance but now that's just perfect. off of a little but that's awesome. shit like that's this. how it's a jersey girl because that's how she gets be. turned on by me going off on a rant and i can easily go yeah. off on a rant and i, I, I think, think I, I i pick my battles but when i go off i not holding back. I no, tell you, Gina, exactly. I'm the same and way. I just sit there with I'm puppy like, dog eyes. I'm like, tell me more. Tell me more. I, I'm the same that's way. very frustrating. So no, that's oh very frustrating. Because like the the angrier you get, oh my god, like, I you, know. He's like you little doll, you. And then, I don't say you little doll, you. <laughs> you like with your eyes, you do. Like we're in like a I, diner with, in the fifties. Yeah, like, no, no, no. It. That is how exactly how you look at me. Even if I have literally because you're passionate, you have a voice, and I think that matters. And men like that. I think they like when you fight. Like when you have an opinion you're not just oh, a yes course. girl you're not just sitting there the feisty one the most, you attract- totally need the feisty the most attractive one. part of gina to me is every day i wake up and she's got something ready for me like she's watching morning you know joe she's her, watching politics love. she's watching history she's channel yes girl she's watching she that geo you in your place sam no you need i mean it. that too but that you too. need that but i wake up to like a fun fact and she's a good girl I work on that much. It's weird because you know he's as <laughs> much as job to do. he's oh, as I'm much as uh, arm candy to me as I you know want to be. Look, to you're him. a beautiful. To you're to a, but it's 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 interesting though. But you guys are both a beautiful. You're a very good looking couple. But you also are. Be- but you're beautiful people on the outside and the inside. You know, and I think that's what matters is that you have a good soul, you have a good heart, and you work well together. And look, I'm not look, just saying that. Look how that- well a vet uh, uh, wrapped and put a bow on top of transvestite hookups <laughs> and uh, passive aggressive rants and twelve. But I speak from the heart. I speak from the heart. I think this is that all was impressive. Only a vet Irene can do that. You know, that's <laughs> that is, why. That she, is impressive. That's why she's Thank the main you. host of this show. That, 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 that's why she's Namaste. the rock. Because if this was <laughs> like just, I mean, babe, no offense. If this was just me and you, this would go off the rails like the two minute mark, and it would never go back. You know. So. <laughs> no, you guys are amazing, and I think I'm so happy to like know you both together because that's it matters. Yeah, totally. You know, I, I think I, I really mean that. And I love Gina. And I'm not just saying that because she's here. I actually think she's so good for you. And I, I think you have a good soul. I, you know, I love good vibes and good people. And I like to I like to be around that. It's important to me. Uh, on that note. So I'm excited that yeah. I'm here. And if you enjoy listening to the uh, completely uh, screwed <laughs> up and passive aggressive <laughs> dynamic of me and my fiance, you can subscribe on iTunes at the Say What Podcast with the Vet Irene um, on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please, 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 if you do subscribe. And if you like the show, more importantly, leave a five-star rating and a positive review. That would help us out very much. Yes, please. So it's Yvette. Oh, Sam, where can we find you? I think we should talk about Sam because Sam is a, he's also a sommelier. What some wine selections tonight? Doing, Thank doing you. it, yeah. I'm doing a handful. I started doing some uh, house tasting parties. They've been going really. Well. That's important. What yep. is it? Is we it, still co- got is it uncorked co- or did I make? Yeah, we still got a couple dates That's left right. for <laughs> uncorked comedy. Um, I love that. Yeah, Mar- keep March. an eye out. He's coming to La Marina with that in New York. Yes, we so have to go to that. You guys have April, to. That's April April 14th is the last uncorked comedy show. Um, it's going to be uh, right now myself, uh, Khalid Rahman, and uh, Anthony. Anthony DeVito, really fun show. After that, we go to La Marina Which for a wine pair dinner place. comedy I show. I love that, that place. That is where I work. Look for me, Gina Milo. And Gina is Anyone gonna... wants to book events, look me up. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> Gotta put in that shameless plug. I am a saleswoman at the end of you the day. You totally should. So wait, what's your, do you have an email or what, where do they find you? Uh, Gina M at LaMarinaNYC.com. Uh, my lovely fiance is going to be up there as the sommelier sash uh, intro comedian. Whatever the hell uh, you want me to be. Where, well, Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, I mean, you know whatever. what? That's actually a better answer. Whatever I want him to be. Yeah. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I love it. That's but it's a gorgeous venue. I mean, I'm not, again, I was there before I even knew Gina. It's a, it's gorgeous. Sickest views of New York. Awesome. It's like a beach and the water and beautiful. And I know Gina is a perfectionist and yeah. makes everything perfect. <laughs> so you're going to have a great venue. And then you have the comedy. Sorry, Sam, I'm putting you. But you have that. And then you have Sam as a comedian. But nobody <laughs> like least. that. Sam is very funny. I appreciate that. And last but not least, Yvette, what's going on? What's new with you? Where can we, where can we, uh, what are you working on? What do you got going on? I'm working on a lot of cool things, new spots, new spaces, designs, lifestyle. You can find me at, you can follow me at Yvette Irene. That's Y-V-E-T-T-E-I-R-E-N-E. And a couple of TV things on the low you can't talk about yet. I won't, I won't no. put you on blast. So no, I'm working on, thank you. Interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Thank you. Stay humble. Very excited. Thank you so much. And my other handle, sorry, I just have to put my little plug is Yvette Irene Design. 
definitely follow that, man. Um, my co-host is one of the dopest interior designers in the game. I Thank will be you. real about Thank that. You. Some of her designs are unreal. So Thank you bet you. I redesign. Sam Mushman on Instagram, sammushman.com as always. This has been uh Good episode. I love this episode. Th- Gina, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having She'll me. You're be back awesome. On. She'll be back She'll on be for back sure. On. I I love it. Thank you so much. Until next Namaste. time. Namaste. <laughs>